Casey Covers Country. I'm sorry, but I'll just never get sick of that intro. It always feels like a baseball walk-up song whenever I hear that intro music before the Casey Covers Country. Anyway, hello, good morning. It's Casey. Let's cover some country. Let's just get started by saying I have started the fourth season of Stranger Things. And while I'm not going to give you any spoilers, one of the first things that caught my eye had nothing to do with the show itself. I saw the name Mason Die come up across the opening credits, and I thought Mason Die as in Taylor Die, as in Maddie and Tay. And yes, Tay's older brother, Mason, who you've also seen in their Shut Up and Fish video. He is playing Jason Carver, who's like the big bad basketball jock of the season. I won't say anything more, but I was really surprised at how well he plays that role. It's a really big role. Like, other than the kids and the parents, I would say he's probably got one of the biggest leading roles in the show. So shout out to him. I need to go see what Taylor is saying about her brother being in Stranger Things because I'm sure it's such a super exciting time around the Die household altogether. And that's one of those things I just probably wouldn't bring up on the radio or on like a real Casey Covers Country segment because it's it's just not enough to say Mason dies on Stranger Thing and he's the brother of Taylor Die, who is one half of Maddie and Tay. You know, I don't think anybody would care, but I cared and I thought maybe you would care. Also, something I feel like I cared about before everyone else did was May We All, the musical that Brian Kelly wrote. Well, it's had its Nashville run. It played for like 20 dates in Nashville. And that's the one that had the different artists come in and star in a cameo. Is it still called a cameo if if it's a musical or if it's a play? I don't know. A, a different artist would come in and guest star each week like Lainey Wilson did it. Brian Kelly literally did it himself one night. And I hear rumors that it's going to go national. If it comes to St. Louis, I'm letting you know I'm not a musical person. I rarely ever go to the Fox or the Muni, but I would definitely go see this. And it's, you know, whenever you do go to a show at the Fox and it's not packed. Like whenever you go see Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville at the Fox and there's really no one in the audience but like 50 people, I feel like it would be kind of like that. But I would be one of those 50 people. And I think it's pretty cool that Brian Kelly, it's his little baby, his side project that's obviously doing well if I'm hearing rumors that it's going to go national. I think I heard that from CMT, but while I was looking at CMT's socials, I couldn't help but watch their video series that That's called, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but, and that's where they take a country artist and they sit them down with a prompt. I probably shouldn't tell you this, but, and then the country artist proceeds to tell them an embarrassing story or a funny story about their career or personal life. And Thomas Rhett was the most recent artist that did this. He told a story about how when he was just starting out in music, when he didn't have a label, didn't have a song on the radio. In fact, he didn't really have Lauren yet. I mean, they were dating at the time, but he got the opportunity to open for ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner. I mean, I don't know how an artist that small gets that sort of opening opportunity, especially in differing genres. And Thomas even says in the video, he's got no idea how he got that opportunity, but he got to split that opening slot time with Tyler Farr. They both played six minutes to create a 12-minute opening act for legends, ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner. And it had turned into a disaster from the minute that he even stepped on stage. It's showtime. I run up on stage. I trip going up the stairs. I walk out there and I said, what's up, y'all? I'm Thomas Rhett. And I start just slamming my guitar. No sound is coming out of the speakers. My dad's over there go, hit the pedal! 
And so I'm like, crap. And so I hit the pedal, forget the entire first verse of the song that I play, and I said, let's just make it to the chorus. Finish my set, I'm freaking out. I thought, whatever career I thought I had in this business, is completely finished. Which is hilarious because his career did not end at that point. In fact, it spiraled and now he's one of the biggest country artists in our world, but not to mention the story gets funnier because Thomas goes on to say after they got off stage, the ZZ Top tour manager told them, hey, why don't you guys just go ahead and ride to the next tour stop on the Leonard Skinner crew bus? But of course, you would know that the crew doesn't get done taking down everything from a concert until hours and hours after the show has ended. So imagine Thomas Rhett, Tyler Farr getting all excited that they get to ride to the next doorstop on the Leonard Skinner crew bus. They go to the bus and they see like six pizza boxes. And as two guys who are in their early 20s, probably just post-college, what do they think? They think, let's eat all this pizza. They ate all the pizza originally meant for the crew who puts up and takes down the entire Leonard Skinner set. Me and Tyler get in the top two bunks on the back. I think as soon as we closed our eyes, 10 Leonard Skinner crew guys get on the bus and they look at the pizza boxes and they start freaking out. Who the crap ate all of our pizza? Do we get out of the bunk and say like, hey, we were the 12 minute opening act that you saw earlier. We just started peeling the, the blind of the curtains up and we're looking at each other and they're starting to get madder and madder and madder and madder. And we just closed our bunk we went to sleep and we woke up, I'm telling you, at five o'clock in the morning and got off that bus before anybody knew that we were there. It was terrifying and I don't even think to this day those those folks even knew that there was anybody on the bus. I think they just thought, thought someone came and ate all the pizza. When I tell you I laughed out loud hearing this story, Thomas Rhett is such a golden boy and I love hearing the little stories about maybe embarrassing moments or time in his youth where he's maybe messed up a little bit because I think a lot of times we might relay the fact that his dad really was a crutch in getting him into the music industry. I love these stories of hearing him say how he failed and how he kind of screwed up a little bit. It's just a reminder that he's human, but I wanted to share that with you. The whole video is on our Facebook page. Find us at 923WIL. Let's go ahead and get into some of the bigger stories that happened earlier this week. Ryan Hurd and Marin Morris are rolling into summertime. You can direct your attention to our WIL Facebook page if you want to follow along with this one. But so Ryan Hurd opened Jingle Fest last December. And since then he released a debut album and a lot of the, those songs you'll hear Marin in the background. Yeah. She does all the background vocals. But Ryan's new single Pass It On, they just filmed the music video. It's all about being a good person, good vibes, when someone's kind to you, be kind to them, just keep passing it on. I think it's a really fun summertime song. The music video, it's on our Facebook page and... Luke Combs literally filmed the same video last year. This is the only issue I have with it. I think that every music video that's ever shot in a roller skating rink looks the same. (laughs) You know what I mean? One more. Well, I mean, I'm just, there are several artists in the world that have done some sort of music video at a roller skating rink. There's not, there's only a couple ways you can do that, you know? (laughs) It just, I. There's disco lights, there's. I feel like they put so much effort into this video and it turned out gorgeous, but the whole time I just kept comparing it to the Luke Combs one that came out last year for Loving On You. um, How Luke Combs' wife was the girl working the ticket booth or the prize booth. But now in this one, Maren Morris is working the 
snack bar so and the band huh? is still there it, just like they were last time and it all feels kind of like hang on i really love the video but it's just i can't get over the fact that i've already seen it yeah it makes me not want to do our next photo shoot idea which was roller skating like we <laughs> did this like this weird outlaw kind of photo shoot for our unfiltered podcast recently yeah and I really wanted to do like a roller skating one, but now everybody's doing these roller skating videos. If it's just the retro look they're going for, there's other options like the McDonald's Play Place. Do a right. video there, <laughs> you know, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. You got all kinds of options out there. That is true. We just need the robot Chucky back. Like the, the whole know. robot creepy. band. I know it's creepy, guys, but it's nostalgic. On stage playing their it's music. people like. They like the nostalgia. Who anyway, needs a band when you have them? There's plenty <laughs> of nostalgia in this new music video that you can see on our Facebook page with lots of high socks and snack bar pizza. What would you think if Carrie Underwood released a rock album? I mean, I all about it. I could see it happening. Especially because a couple months ago, we saw clips of... Axel Rose on stage with her as he came out to perform at one of her concerts. They did a few Guns N' Roses songs and we really got to see that bit of Carrie's personality that, again, I don't think we always get to see. Yeah. And I thought that was a ton of fun. And then afterwards, she started going on the record and in interviews about how she, one of her favorite genres of music is rock music. And especially at the gym, she's got heavy metal playing in her headphones. So now... They were playing in London over the weekend. I don't know if she was already there. I don't know if they called her up and said, hey, get over to London. But she showed up and she performed some of their biggest songs with them. And I thought this was a super cool moment because she's out there in the all black with some sequins and the dirty hair and yeah. is she, like really playing the part, which is so fun to see her do something different. Like, do you think she would have done other stuff to the truck? And before he cheats, if it was a rock song, do you think, do you think it'd be a lot like, worse? Like what? I don't know. How does it get worse? <laughs> gasoline all over it. She's got that like that uh, that vibe on stage that you see every now and then, where she's it's like the grungy, just like get after it kind of uh, like wild side. But she's got that graveliness in her voice, like mm -hmm. Lizzie Hale. I don't know if you guys know her, Hailstorm. It's very similar, I think, when she gets that like gravelly part to her. Yeah. Yeah, and I just. I feel like once you have Carrie Underwood sing one of your biggest hits, it's always just kind of going to sound better that way. So I can imagine they performing at her, or Axl Rose coming on stage with her at her concert, realizing, oh, she actually really adds something fun to the song. Yeah, we okay. need to do this again. Why doesn't this stuff ever happen to us? Like, I feel like, oh, sweet, Carrie Underwood just like popped into a show and now all of a sudden she's in the set with Guns N' Roses. I want this to happen to us. I want to be at a Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And Carrie Underwood shows up during a Guns N' Roses show. I thought Tim McGraw was going to bring Nelly on, and they teased the song for like yeah. 15 seconds and stopped. Like, yes. What are you doing? Yeah, yes. they really messed with us on the Tim McGraw thing. But the thing is, you got to go to a Guns N' Roses show to see Carrie Underwood possibly come out. Yeah, well, I don't think Guns N' Roses is welcome at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater yeah, anymore. Can we point oh, out really? The, yeah. Oh, wait, I think I know that story. Point out the biggest topic here, that Carrie Underwood was overseas across the pond wearing a shirt with the UK flag on it on the 4th of July weekend. Oh, wow. How dare she? That's the real oh, story here. I'm sure she spent like 36 4th of July's here. I'm sure she nope. can spread her love a little bit. <laughs> anyway, do you ever wonder what it'd be like for maybe Kelsey Ballerini and her husband, Morgan Evans, who are both country music artists? And by that, I mean, imagine if both your wives were also radio personalities. That would be a little weird. That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> because, competition and stuff like that. Well, but like also 
you go home and you're still talking about radio. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. Or, you know, like the work part never actually ends. Or having real arguments on the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about something you did that was dumb that day. That could happen too. So I would at least think that Kelsey and Morgan, both being in music, that, you know, at least maybe sometimes they get in the studio together or they write music together. We don't. I'm, we're pretty brutal. So I can only show him something if I'm like, I know I love this. So even if he thinks it sucks, like I'm still going to hang my hat on it. Um, but I, I think you have to have that with, with anyone in your inner circle. Like you need that brutal honesty to, you know, to know if it's good or not. I, I kind of feel like I'm the same way whenever I present things to my significant other. I know that he's going to have a very clear face on that tells me exactly how he feels about it so I can only go with new ideas that I'm 100% sure about. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I the whole writing process is such a such a unemotional place for a lot of artists anyway. Yeah. So I can see tapping into that with your significant other might be a good thing. But also, if you want to get out some, like, really true, deep-seated emotions, I don't know if having your significant other in the room is a good a good thing for that. You know? it's, it's a good thing because they both know the industry and they know what it takes. But yeah, at the same time, yeah. I feel like it would be hard to cut it off to where, like, the comment that they made about my work stuff isn't going to carry over into, like, dinner that night and whatever right. we're doing yeah. later on. That's that, that's the issue I have. There's yeah. also the, the difference in popularity. Like, we see this with yeah. Maren Morris and Ryan Hurd. Kelsey Ballerini, Morgan Evans, like Marin and Kelsey are far more popular than the other two. Right. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if there's any kind of competition in the household like that. It almost, that feels like apples and oranges. I don't think there can be. Cause you know, like she's out there winning awards and he's like playing ballpark village still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. no dig on him. Cause we love him, yeah. but they're just at different levels. Actually in this interview, she goes on to say that while he was in Australia, he's got a whole different career there and he's actually much bigger there and a much bigger deal. Yeah. And that kind of surprised me. I'll post the entire interview to our Facebook page so you can watch it. It's very good. She did Kimmel last night. Um, and you can hear more on the Casey Covers Country podcast. A new episode will drop later today. And sounds like if you don't know it already, don't mix business and pleasure. Don't work with your spouse. <laughs> the more I learn about Jimmy Allen, the more he just reminds me of Remy. We're the same. You are the same. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Jimmy is training to become a professional bowler. Also, if you haven't seen a picture of him in his bowling uh, getup. It's really good. It's so un-Jimmy Allen-like. It's like a collared shirt yeah. with the pants. You talked about this in your Casey Covers Country, uh, your video Real, yesterday. Yeah. And I can't help but think if he didn't have 15 gold chains on, he would look like the nerdiest. He like <laughs> like Steve Urkel 10 years later. Yes. <laughs> Did he bedazzle the bowling pants at all? I know he does no, that with his no, jeans no. on. <laughs> it was the most plain outfit I've ever seen Jimmy Allen in. He's but legit. He's got such a huge personality, and it, it's funny to see him in that photo where he looks like a very watered-down professional bowler. Yeah. And it reminds me of you, A, because you love to bowl, and you would love to bowl with Jimmy Allen someday. But now Jimmy Allen's out... At Disney World, he first oh, off, no. I've noticed this throughout the last few years. He and his family go to Disney World a lot, mm -hmm. and I'm like, whatever. They got a lot of money. Like, do what you're gonna do. And three kids, whatever. Now I'm looking into him more, realizing he is a certified 
Disney adult. Oh no, Jimmy Allen. He's not only a Disney adult, but he is he is to the point where I feel like he's a low key influencer. Because at the end of that last video that he did, he says thanks to Disney for sending us here. Oh yeah, which is basically wow. basically the thanks for paying Disney for paid for all of yeah. this. Oh easily, and we're also probably staying in the castles. Yeah, <laughs> which just blows my mind. I think I think we'd really hit it off if we had a whole day together. Like we could start our day, do some um, do some light walking, and then hit up the bowling alley, and then maybe you know go go to Disney World. Yeah, but you light texted him twice where already. on the beach holding hands. Maybe, what do you mean? Maybe. Don't judge me. I think this love interest is dead after he ghosted you on the second text. <laughs> you talk to him once, you get his number, and then the second time he's like, "Nah, bro, yeah, I'm good." Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, Fine. man, I'm moving to Brett Eldridge. Let's go." <laughs> I don't like bowling anyway. Next. <laughs> I'm going to post the video of Jimmy Allen giving his little uh, influencer Disney review to our Facebook page. If you care, if you're a Disney adult, if you don't, totally understand. But it's Jimmy Allen. So I feel like he takes Disney adult and he owns it. And he takes bowling nerd and he owns it. Yeah, he's multifaceted. Did Old Dominion just crash a wedding or did a wedding just crash an Old Dominion concert? It's hard to tell whenever you see this video of Old Dominion playing for a bunch of people who are very well dressed. Turns out they've been hiding a secret for six months now, waiting for a couple named Jaden Carson to get married. Her dad had it all set up that they were going to surprise the couple with Old Dominion at the reception. Dang. Now we see this happen with like, oh, an artist was in town and they just happened to hear that one of their biggest hits is a couple who's getting married, it's their wedding song or something. Yeah. This wasn't that. This is like, they had been planning this. They showed up in suits. Th this venue is like a concert venue. There's like a stage. Everyone around who attended the wedding, you could tell everyone kind of knew it was going to happen because they had their phones out as the dad's giving his dad's speech. And he's like, I'd like to present to you Old Dominion. And the crowd goes wild and the couple had no idea. <laughs> This has to be one of two things. Either that dad has a really close connection with Old Dominion somehow, or he's got so much money. Got that money! Loaded. Do you <laughs> remember exactly the, the My Sweet 16 show that used to be yes. on like MTV? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Exactly, Just extravagant everything. This yep. is exactly how it feels watching this video. It's so extravagant. The way, I mean, the, the, the crowd videos, because that's kind of what you're seeing it from, is the people in the crowd taking a video. And it looks like you're, you're standing at the pageant. It doesn't look like they're at a wedding reception. Yeah. This sounds, like you said, very much like they're not going on a week-long honeymoon. They're going to be gone for like a month yeah. kind of thing. On a yacht. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very cool. I posted the video to our Facebook page as well as Instagram story. Um, if you're going to be getting married this year, you know what? Maybe don't go look at it because this is setting expectations a little too high for all of us. Jealous. I want Brett Eldridge at mine. Uh, you're alone there. <laughs> he won't, he won't oh, show up if you're there. No. Crooning Brett Eldridge? Top Gun is the new big thing, but country artists were loving Miles Teller long before this movie premiere. So Miles taking the world by storm right now after Top Gun Maverick just dropped. He plays Rooster, obviously. Everyone is swooning and drooling over his character and his stash. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. honestly, justice for Miles Teller because he's been the man for long before this drop. I mean, even with the Footloose revival, 
with like Julian Huff. Footloose. That's the movie you go to. <laughs> Do you remember how big that was? Yeah, it was huge. Also, why are you hating on all the Casey covers country bits I don't know. I like yeah, it. Yeah, like you it. are. I'm, anyway. I, like, I like him in War Dogs. That's one of my favorite movies. He is loved by country music artists like Keith Urban, and Keith even invited Miles up on stage. They sang My Girl together. It was like a whole awesome moment that never really got the credit I think deserved. So I posted that clip to the Facebook page and to our Instagram story because Miles absolutely killed it. He said he had no idea he was going to be up on stage that night, but Keith texted him moments before and said, you know, get up here, my girl, in a G or whatever the key was. Yeah. I, anyway. Crikey, it's time to play. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he said he ran up there, performed it with him, and he even changed some of the lyrics to say, um, instead of my girl, he'd say Keith Urban. It was really cute. Like I said, video, Facebook. Miranda and her man are on the road again, but not for music this time. She was just here in St. Louis back in May. And now she's got some sort of break in her schedule when it comes to the tour. So she grabbed her man, grabbed her backup singer and her husband. They took their bags off the tour bus, threw them in the Airstream. They're spending 20 days exploring the West. That's awesome. I love that it's not a facade. I feel like there's a lot of artists that will have have the brand or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. she actually lives that life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she keeps it so real. She says, time off touring means it's time to hit the dusty trail. And they're hiking, biking, drinking in rivers, posting all the pictures, kicking it off in Colorado. You know, I, I do feel like we once country artists get so big, once you have so much money, yeah. you can go on such luxe, extravagant vacations, or let's just hit the islands for the next month. Just disappear. I like that she and her friends are so cool about, hey, let's grab our koozies and our RVs or our Airstreams or whatever they are and just hit the road. Yeah. That's I hope, awesome. I hope they've each got a camper because the the camper she has is nice. It's great. It looks a little small, and I'm thinking to myself, like, four grown no. adults in this thing? They they both have an Airstream. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a double-decker. It's going to be tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, imagine being on your family's summer vacation, just thinking nothing of it. You're hanging out in your nasty summer clothes that you wear when you're about to go get dirty camping. And then Miranda Lambert hops out of the Airstream next to you. With a trucker hat and a cold one. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all want a shot? <laughs> I know. I love it. So the pictures are on our Facebook page and Instagram store. You can find it there. Hear more on the Casey Covers Country podcast. And I've always thought an Airstream would be fun. But Miranda, I feel like it's it's really trendy again. And this validates that. Sit around the fire, drink, and then cry your face off. Casey Covers Country. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.